Welcome to the Full Dive Gaming Podcast, bringing you a full dive of all the news, discussion, and insights you need for virtual reality gaming. This podcast, of course, is brought to you by Asterian Products. They got VR play space, mats, glowing stands, everything you need for your VR goodness. A code FULLDIVE10 will save you 10% off on Amazon. I'm Jay Bratt, a VR YouTuber, sometimes streamer, and somebody who got the Quest 3 a few days early. <laughs> and I'm Nat Bratt, a VR enthusiast who has a cold. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm Lipnox VR, Quest YouTuber, who's on the other end of what Jay's talking about. I'm waiting for it to even say shipped for me. He's he's already oh. had the headset for almost a week. And I'm just like, Canada Post, don't let me down. Don't let me down. <laughs> Come on, Canada. Today is launch day, too. Well, when this podcast goes out, it will be launch day. So hopefully by the time the podcast goes live, you'll be busy playing in yours. We're here as usual, to keep you up to date in the VR realm. And we got to talk about the Quest because Meta sent us one a couple days early and Nat and I have both gotten to play around with it. People have had questions out there, though, on the Discord. Lip, what what kind of questions we got? So the first one I've got here is from Shafedog247, and he is asking, will Meta have a trade-in program for those of us ditching their Quest 2s? And I just want to point out, because I've been doing a little bit of research on this myself, and the page for referrals specifically mentions new Quest users. So it sounds like if you already had a Quest 2, you can't get this referral thing. Uh, it has to be like a new Oculus account. Yes. Uh, yeah, I believe that is the case. So talking about the referrals, that's the $30 credit you get and your friend gets when you recommend them over. But if your friend already had a Quest 2, that means you probably can't get them to get a Quest 3 unless they want to make a whole new account, which means they would lose their game. Uh, yeah. there well, is... They wouldn't get the free game either. They would not get the free Asgard's Wrath because that would attach mm -hmm. to whatever system they... Yeah. Well, there is a great... Facebook has a great way for you to trade up your system. It's called Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally kidding. I hate selling stuff. I hate dealing with that. And no, there's there's nothing that I know of that you can do to ditch your quest to for credit towards the new one, unless GameStop still lets you trade in things like that. I have no idea, but they'd probably give you 10 bucks for it if you did that. So I actually do know a program. If you ordered from Best Buy and paid for the three year protection plan, they will let you if a new model comes out, they will let you just get the credit back. And then you can just buy the new model. So I was talking to a guy in uh, Newfoundland, I think he was, and he legitimately bought a Quest 2 when it came out, did this three-year thing. And then when he was pre-ordering the Quest 3, he just brought the Quest 2 back, got wow. every cent that he paid for the back for the Quest 2, except for obviously the protection plan, and then put it on a gift card and then put the gift card money right back onto a Quest 3 and then just paid for the referral program again. I mean, the th referral thing was, a, you know, I think it was like $255 Canadian, but... Mm. I mean, he's literally the amount he's saving versus the, you know, because it's like a, you know, $600, $700 purchase in Canada to two is a small fraction of that. And I mean, if they let you do it, then then go for it. Yeah. Jeez. This this person That's knew what they were good doing. Tip. <laughs> yeah. If, for, for Quest 3, if you're getting from Best Buy, you might want to look in that look at that protection plan because I guarantee it is going to be quest something that's going to be hmm. in the next three years that you're going to yeah want. for sure Jeez, well i'm impressed well hey look into that if you're out there wondering uh, for sure Nat, what else have we got so shafe gave us a few questions here so another question from shafe dog did you notice how much space the os used on your headset i'm seeing some slightly different numbers from various review videos oof yeah i, I actually I know go... what gamertag said <laughs> what did what did gamertag say 
17 gigabytes and he showed it. So, yeah, so he showed the chunk that showed the system memory. He apparently so on Gamertag's quest. I don't know if there was an update or something that changed it. He found that the operating system took up 17 gigabytes, meaning that if you got a quest to 128, 111 gigabytes that are usable for you to have your games on it. Weirdly, I also have 128 gigabytes. I installed everything. I deleted every video, every photo. My OS took up 26 gigabytes, meaning I only had 102 available. So um, I got updates. So I don't know if I got updates that made mine bigger or if he got updates that made his smaller somehow. But I, yeah, I'll, I'll go in and take a screenshot of that too. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's changed if there's been an update. But yeah, I went in just to answer this question today on the Discord and deleted everything and saw it took up a lot. So if you got the 128 for me, I only have 102 gigs of space, which is like Asgard's Wrath and Medal of Honor. That's it. <laughs> that's all you need. <laughs> you covered this in your in your video that came out yesterday, but has the built-in audio improved? And specifies this is my last only real question. So <laughs> the next ones should be should be fun. Shave Dog <laughs> asks like five questions, says this is the only real one on here. Yeah. Uh, Nat, you got to play in it a little bit. Do you want to talk about what you noticed with the audio? The audio sounded good, like if you're just listening to audio playing stuff. However, the um, microphone, I noticed some issues with that. So we played Demio, where I was playing on the Quest Pro, and you were playing on the Quest 3. And sometimes when you were talking, you sounded kind of like a robot. Not too bad. Like, it was just a couple times. And it wasn't, like, super robot mode, like, blah, 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 blah. It was, like, it just sounded a little electronic and weird. Um, And had, like, some, like, popping, you know, electronic popping kind of sound sounds. Um, So that was not the best. But, like, just when you're playing a game or something, the audio sounds great. I know you noticed, Jay, that it sounded much louder because we usually have like some kind of headphones or some kind of audio attachment on our Quest 2s and our Quest Pro um, to enhance the Sound volume. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm, I'm doing great at thinking of words right now. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast when you're kind of sick is so much fun. Yeah, that's... Well, it's not yeah, fun at all. <laughs> it was lucky in the testing that we did multiplayer together because I don't know, Lip, do you remember that issue? It was on the Rift S, I know for sure. I don't remember if it was on the mm-hmm. Quest one, but that weird robotic voice thing that would happen to people. Oh, I, th- I have experienced that through virtual desktop tons of times. Mm. And it seems yeah. to be an internet connection issue of some sort, but mm. I, I, I don't know. But I can definitely tell you that the, the Quest 2 microphone was just not good. And mm-hmm. I don't know if it was like, I'm not sure if what it was, was they had built in noise canceling and it would just screw up sometimes or what was going on. But I, d- I definitely noticed issues where people on like VR chat would be like, you're, I can't understand you. You're sounding totally weird. And I'm like, I've got Ethernet to my computer, like, and VR chat is just going through the computer. So I'm like, why is this doing this? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I guess something to do with quest headsets but yeah it's it's not a fun sound and it's just kind of like if you're trying to have a conversation with someone it takes out hugely when you can't properly understand them and then you're almost just like okay let's just get different headphones and we'll go on discord you know <laughs> right <laughs> yeah i hadn't had this issue since the rift s and then nat brought that up and immediately it took me back to those times where you'd be playing rec room and someone's like hey you sound like a robot or i'd be in rec room someone else would be talking and then all of a sudden it would switch to this weird robot voice the problem on the rift s though you couldn't even understand them when it happened yeah oh. but now you could still understand me oh yeah it just sounded robotic. it was just a little bit 
distorted. It wasn't like, it wasn't terrible or even like super duper noticeable. It was just like, wait, that's not normal. So yeah, the- while, while we're on the topic of it, uh, I know you mentioned that when you plugged in headphones through the uh, the aux cable, the sound was not as loud as you expected it to go. Yeah, I tried multiple sets of headphones. So for those of you who haven't been around as long, the Quest 2 wasn't very loud. I had problems where I had to have the volume all the way up all the time with the stock audio. So a solution was to put headphones on. But the problem we also found is even with headphones on, you still usually had to rock max volume because it was like the auxiliary port was just slightly underpowered. It just didn't get loud enough. Well, now the new Quest 2 has much better audio. It sounds better. It gets way louder. It's bassier. On its own, just the audio, it's a little bit muddy for my taste, but it's still such a, a huge improvement over the Quest 2 that you're never going to notice that. But I thought, okay, well, how does this thing sound with headphones now that it's got all this extra power? And it was like it was that same bad aux port on the Quest 2 again. It wouldn't get very loud. I had it at max volume. I tried multiple sets of headphones. Same problem every time. So it's like now the onboard audio is pretty good and you probably won't need headphones. But if you do try to use headphones, it's like, oh, man, we're right back to the same problem we have with the Quest 2. So I'm going to ask you my technical question because you knew it was coming eventually. (laughs) Uh, Have you tried to test Bluetooth headphones on the Quest 3 yet? Not, Not Not yet. That was I've only had it for a few days and I was testing everything I could to get this video out on time. I have Bluetooth headphones I want to try. And I also have like the ones that have the dongle that are made specifically for Quest. Okay, I want to try both of those and see if we can get some louder volume. So in the final review video, even here on the podcast, we'll talk about this more. But I want to try both of those and see if that helps, because, yeah, for now, wired headphones, at least on my unit, don't really seem like an option. Maybe I have a a bad aux part. Maybe other people will say they don't have this at all. But it was like I had it on. I was like, is this even on? I turned the volume all the way up and then I unplugged it from the side. And it was like all of a sudden, here's all the volume again. I was like, oh, no. But I wonder if they did that because the Quest already had so many battery issues. They're just like, what will what can we get another minute from here, here, here? (laughs) And they just optimize the battery because it's a powerful headset that. You know, yeah. it has cameras everywhere and every one of those cameras is draining things. If I if I pull my camera out and start video recording, it's going to drain battery fast, too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and before we get too far down, I need to say real quick, because like all these questions that were asked were like all the wrong questions. The Quest 3 overall, really enjoying it. The screens are so clear. The pancake lenses are so great. The pass through cat, you're probably messing up my microphone. the pass-through is like not only does it look nice but it's a surprisingly useful feature when you just need to step Mm -hmm. away for a second you don't need to take your head off you can see clearly through it you can respond to a text message through it overall i'm really happy with the quest 3 but it seems like these questions were all targeted on like the the things that i found weren't great and i'm just like i I feel like this podcast is just telling you the quest 3 sucks it doesn't suck we just are so far we're landing on all the worst things but the screen clarity the better audio these things are going to be like wow if you're coming from a quest 2 there's just a few little details that we've found so far that i was just like what the heck is happening but that's why they're subscribers of of your channel because you nitpick all the things and all the tough questions. And it's like, sometimes it's hard to accept these things. We still love the headset, but we want to know like, yeah. what's what's going down here. What Where's my expectations going to be on some of these features? Because I mean, right. you know, you, for, for, for some people, you know, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be, you know, a completely different experience if they only use headphones and then suddenly get these and they're like, this doesn't sound right. very good, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and then they're looking for other opportunities to try to fix it. So. Yeah, yeah. It's good I don't stuff know, to know. Nitpick was quite the word I would have chosen there. But All right, you, know. you are correct. You are correct. I I look for the things in my reviews that I, as a consumer, would want to know before I buy yeah. it. 
Because like I know it's gonna look better than the Quest Two. I know it's gonna be all those things. I also want to know what am I buying into that's not good. But overall, I'm very happy with the Quest Three. We're just touching on some things, but let's yeah. let's Nat. What else? What other questions well, have we got? Before before I move on to the next question, I wanted to say when you're talking about the pass through, I feel like I am going to want to get into VR games more because of the pass through, because like you said, it makes you not feel like you're isolating. And that's what kind of, I have to like really want to play a game or be like, okay, I've set aside time or something like that. I'm going to like play this game. Um, to typically go into it but when there's the pass through it feels like oh like i'm still i can still kind of be engaged with mm-hmm. you know people in the room and like if you play like an ar or mixed reality game like you feel like you're still interacting with others and so because we've talked before about how like just the act of putting on the headset can kind of like just be that much of a deterrent from getting into a VR game. But I feel like the pass through might bring other people into the headset. I just had to mention Willow the cat is being very cute right now for anyone that <laughs> is being super annoying. She's watching the crawling YouTube all over me. It's, She's it's so interesting. Cute. Thing that you bring that up though because you're right like think about when you're sitting on the couch you're next to someone they're watching a show and you're scrolling your phone you're not directly engaging with them but you're still in the same space you still can remark something you can show them yeah. something it kind of feels like that when you're in mixed reality where on vr it's like you were in a different world than that person you're not there with them anymore but now if you're in yeah. something mr even if you're playing a game or a board game or something you can still see them sitting there you can still be like oh hey what do you think we should do tomorrow what do you want for dinner like it doesn't feel like you've left the house as much which is an interesting thing about MR that really hasn't been called out anywhere yet, I think. So I'm pretty excited about that side of it, but it makes me just want to have multiple headsets so we can all do MR together. For sure. I have seen a few apps already that are doing local multiplayer with with Mm -hmm. the mixed reality doing like sword battles and stuff, which I thought was pretty cool. But there was there was one app I saw and I don't know the name of it. uh, And I haven't played it myself, but one person wore the headset and then other people that weren't wearing the headset grabbed the touch control, like the Quest controllers, and moved them around on the table. And they, they would be playing a game together doing this. I guess they would use their hand tracking to like interact with it or something. But it was it was crazy because it was non-VR players using the controllers to play a mixed reality game with someone. And I'm like, this is there's an idea here. And maybe, you know, maybe mm. you need a phone to help them see what's actually happening. But if you can connect all those things together, it's like you can really make some crazy party thing. And we saw how successful the Wii was with Wii Sports. And you get someone going on like whatever the popular talk show is showing off some of these just wild, innovative things. And people are like, yeah, that's that's what I want to be doing on Saturday night when I'm drinking with my friends. Yeah, you know, I'm going to buy that headset right now. <laughs> I need to know totally. what trailer this is. I want to watch this and see because that's that's like the old PSVR stuff that we love. Yeah. Where you could like do stuff together with only one headset. And if this yeah. opens up those possibilities again, heck yeah. Like, yes, it. It, it looked like a bunch of little mini games. I, I don't know. It's it's on my I've been compiling a list of all the past through games that I want to try before Quest 3 comes out. So nice. I know the best ones to play because my yes. battery life will limit my, my time. <laughs> I can spend with it. <laughs> And I don't want to spend it on bad games. Then charge, then play another one. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I'll be be switching back between the headsets. Test the ones I want to play on this one when it's charged. (laughs) Yeah, and this kind of brings, uh, talking about like playing games with others and stuff, kind of brings to our next question that was another one from Shave Dog. Will the Quest 3 offer an option to play side-by-side with a friend or friends on multiple Quest 3s and allow us to see each other and put us in the same environments simultaneously like they do at Zero Latency and Sandbox. 
Quests. So very similar to what we were talking about. Yeah, that's I mean, Quest Two already lets you do that. Can it does do that on Quest Two. <laughs> uh, but co-location is a new feature that came with Quest Three. Although it looks like on the Quest Two, when I got on it, it offered to share data too, like yeah. the same way. The so cloud. I think it can do it as well. But yeah, you can sh- have co-location where you're in the same spot, but it measures the same points as the same parts of the room. So it'll pin everything in the same places so everyone sees the same thing. That is when you are live with somebody, though. There's no option yet to where someone across the world is in their headset and sees your living room. That's not a thing. But with co-location, like you could each be across town from each other. You don't have to be in the same space to play something like 11 table tennis where you each set up the table at your dining room table and see each other's avatars across from each other. And that feels really real That's cool. in that way. So there, there's just a whole realm of possibilities that we're barely touching on right now because it's only launch. People haven't explored the ideas fully. But yeah, this is going to mean you can have VR like zero latency where you're both in a world together and the world matches. But it also means you can have all kinds of mixed reality experiences, whether you're next to each other or far away, that are going to be totally different, too. So it's really exciting what this is going to bring. I think before with the Quest 2, because you're dealing with the black and white and it's grainy Mm -hmm. and every single time you want to go into these things, you have to you seem to have to reset up your room putting all the tables down and this and that. It's like, you know, I'm spending like five, 10 minutes before I've even played a game to set this all up to get into it. And then, oh, I screwed up the placement of this one thing. All right, reset that up again. Okay, do this. And then, like you said, it's still really cool because you're in mixed reality and you can see around you, but it's dark and grainy and I can't see my TV. It's a giant TV, let alone my phone or anything. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I thought it was pretty cool. I could place things on, you know, my table in front of me and they'd be on my actual table. Uh, But being able to see that with proper like the depth sensing technology and in proper higher quality color, suddenly all these developers are like, yeah, that's something I actually want to do. This isn't a weird gimmick. This is actual things people will want to do. And I mean, I guarantee you those poker games are just going to go straight to mixed reality. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that's uh, you're touching on something there with mixed reality that I actually meant to bring up in my video, but I didn't. I missed the point or I forgot it. But one thing about mixed reality that I'm hoping this will change and Boz, when we talked to me, even said that this is possible with the depth sensor. But right now, the depth sensor may be able to see how far away your walls are and stuff, but it isn't bringing that information over to the mixed reality side. So if there's a poster on the wall in your mixed reality home environment, if you put your hand up in between the poster and your face, your hand will still seem like it's behind the poster across the room. So that's kind of immersion breaking. And I'm hoping they'll be able to update that in the future because it'd be really cool if you like reach out and touch these virtual objects with your actual physical hand. But it breaks immediately when you try to and all of a sudden your hand just like slips behind it Uh, as if it's like a curtain or something. (laughs) There's there's a tech demo on SideQuest of that technology you're talking about that'll let you grab an item with your hand and the item's actually in your hand in the right spot. And it doesn't do that thing. It's some sort of tech demo. It's like black money just grabbing little like cube things. But, uh, you know, from everything I've heard, that's going to be a feature that might come out early next year, if not by Christmas. Yeah. And that's what we need because like you didn't notice these things. These are just new problems because of mixed reality. Because when you were in VR and you were playing hand physics lab, you only saw your virtual hand. And even now with mixed reality, your virtual hand will still stay in between you and this object. But it's your real hand that you're seeing in mixed reality that slips behind it that messes it up for you. So 
we're on the precipice of something new and exciting. And that's probably been my favorite thing about playing with the Quest 3 is it's like you can just feel all this stuff is coming and all this excitement. It's kind of like VR was five or six years ago. It's like, what's going to happen with this? What's coming next? But no one's figured it out yet. Everything's really tech demo-y and it's really uncertain. But I'm really I'm just excited to see like what do people figure out we can do with this and how do we push this technology now too? Exactly. Uh, so another question from uh, from Shave Dog again, I believe still. Uh, did you by chance find out if streaming will work better to other services like YouTube? And uh, I, I didn't know that Quest was having an issue with YouTube anyway, but... Have you tested that out? I've, I've seen a few people showing videos of watching YouTube, but. So, yeah, I when I first saw this question, I thought they were talking about playing YouTube or Netflix on the Quest, which you can still do. Still the same old outdated app. You still see the Quest one controllers in your hand when you do it. So that's that has improved. But if he's talking about like streaming to YouTube, regardless of the Quest, ah, 3, something okay. that just went into beta uh, is now being able to stream to YouTube and see the chat inside the headset while you're doing stuff, while you're playing a game, which is huge because all of us know it's been so hard to stream from the quest because you can't freaking see the chat unless you're using a pc anyways and so now that's actually started i actually have an invite to try it and i haven't tried it yet but that's exciting because i have wanted to stream again for a long time and haven't gotten into it because the psvr2 wouldn't show me the freaking chat in the headset the quest wouldn't show me the chat in the headset and that's what you need to have a good effective stream in my opinion you need to be able to yes. see the chat so yes things are coming not necessarily because of the quest 3 though so i would definitely say good good question because i've I didn't even think that was going to be a thing that they were going to do. I'm like, that's that's some next level stuff. That's like the dream wish list that never gets checkmarked kind of thing. Yes. <laughs> it's it's about and, and, and now 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 tell me GTA is coming out. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that. I don't have that. Oh, I, I actually heard un, unofficially from a CEO in the gaming realm that it's been scrapped. Like, yeah, it's dead. Like we that's unconfirmed anywhere officially. But they said that they know one of the people that worked on the team and they said it was done. So oh, I hope that's like too much of an undertaking. You're, you're, you're converting like a, mil a game that has a million things to do. And each one of those things, you have to figure out how to make them fun in VR. And uh, it's not easy. <laughs> uh, I mean, they could just add the hot coffee mod. Everybody be having fun as it was. <laughs> <laughs> I thought uh, Lit might know what that was. When I, said I knew, that. I knew, I knew what it was. I never, I never experienced it myself. Me but I did, I did know what it was. I, I mean, I, I, I think the controversy over that was was pretty hilarious, though. <laughs> I don't, I don't think the people that were upset about it even knew what was actually going on and how difficult it was to even access that. But. <laughs> You know, got to no. keep the kids safe. <laughs> All the children. <laughs> the children. Uh, well, let's move on to some questions from Assassin32. <laughs> um, I For those of you that aren't watching on YouTube, I just showed my little Assassin32 sticker. Check him out on YouTube. Anyway, so one of his questions, will the $30 referral program continue with Quest 3? Good question. We kind of touched on that earlier a little bit. Yeah, it's continuing, but it does seem like if you had a Quest 2, you can't necessarily use this to get a Quest 3. I don't have 100% verification on that, but I'm pretty sure it wants a new meta account, and so it won't work for you unless you're making another meta account, which you wouldn't do because you want your old games back. Right. So it's yeah. continuing. Also, though, for people out there who don't know this, that 
those $30 credits are in the same bucket as the gaming referral credits. So if you've already maxed out your $599 for the year, these referral credits won't do you any good. You're already maxed out. So keep that in mind too. Yeah, I, I would be surprised if there's that many people in the comment section that have that kind of referral credits. But if they <laughs> Some do, of those that's people legit. who leave the phony reviews <laughs> just to get oh, people to yeah. use their referral credits. <laughs> those people have been maxed Five out stars. for months. Use my oh, yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess it makes sense. I know. I know with the referral thing, I just dropped one of those things randomly on uh, my forever pool thing. And it seems like every month I get 10 bucks out of it. So heck yeah, free games. One one game alone just seems to be funding my whole Oculus credit account. <laughs> Every time I, I want something, I'm like, oh, we got enough. There you go. I'll get that <laughs> game. I maxed out early, so I'm waiting for January so I can hit them all again and you, refill you, you, you back up. To, you need to just create endless accounts on your headset. <laughs> and just as soon as one runs out, just swap to the next one. I could barely juggle one account. I want multiple accounts. That's the problem. I As it is, I have a meta account. I have an Instagram that is linked to the wrong meta account. Account. I have a Facebook uh, that is not linked to my meta account. So every time I have to like oh sign in a new gosh. headset, it is an absolute nightmare to get so it running because of all these accounts. It drives me crazy. They, they definitely hate when you don't have Facebook and you have a, a headset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so another question from Assassin32. Does it seem like the Quest 3 has to have the massive facial interface or does it look like it could work with a smaller version and uh, i'll add to this question uh i can can i take this facial interface off and have some sort of halo strap on and it'll just float like the quest 2 yes and yes and yes to all the questions uh yes the massive (laughs) facial interface is thicker than it needs to be probably because of the technology that goes into it for those of you hearing the horrible clicks on the audio version uh it's because i'm pulling the facial interface off It doesn't need to be this thick. In fact, I tested when I had it on my face. I could push the whole headset in, shove the padding in my face a little harder, and I got a little bit more field of view. Mm. And so when it comes to you not wanting a facial interface on yours, you're going to be able to get your eyes like right up on these lenses. Like you can get your nose way in here. I mean, I am am inside this headset right now for you. For those of you who can't see what I'm doing. And you'll get the maximum field of view, which is actually pretty freaking wide it feels like when you do that you just need that bobo vr halo strap to come out so that you can start doing that but you lip knocks with the way you wear your headset i think you're gonna love this headset yeah it looked it looked perfect to me i was like yes they fixed the like spacing thing it's not like a huge brick at the end it's just more of like a smaller phone i mean if i I have these lenses all the way into my face like all the way to where it's touching my eyes gosh i feel like the whole headset's sticking out not even an inch from the front of my nose. Like that's how close this is to my face. Well, and I think if I use this studio form head strap thing right at the front of it, it'll give me just enough spacing so that I can maybe use some something to counterweight in the back and then it'll be good enough until something proper comes out. Because I mean, I know when Quest 1 came out, it was it was like devastating. Well, not when it came out, when it came to me, like when I got it, it was devastating because I wanted to play everything in it so badly, but it was like I could handle half an hour and then my yeah. face was just ripping apart. And I was like, I can't even, I can't enjoy this. I'm, I'm literally holding it and then doing one controller to enjoy the experience. And this was when like Halo straps for Quest 1 were like not, they were like barely not a thing. It was mm-hmm. um, Go Panda or something Panda that was the only one making them. And they were 3D printing the corner parts so they were snapping oh gosh so it was <laughs> yeah, like just VR a complete Panda. nightmare and then suddenly you know people just copied his designs because he wasn't being very efficient mailing them out and then uh, then eventually we got bobo vr to save us all yes bobo is the best 
Yes, then Bobo will be hopefully opening orders tomorrow on their M3 Pro and M2 conversion kit. Well, when I say tomorrow, that's launch day, but I'm going to leave it as tomorrow here because I'm a little nervous because I know they're fighting with Amazon to get those things available for people and Amazon mm-hmm. slow. But yeah, mm-hmm. definitely, definitely a strap for you, Lipnox. You're going to be rocking this thing so close to your face, although you're going to need the battery edition because you kind of alluded to this earlier and I haven't said it yet. Battery has been one thing on the Quest 3 that does bother me. I haven't been able to get mine to last even over two hours. And it's they have all these supposed figures of how long it should last, how long it should last. But I'm rocking this. When I was testing this thing, I was doing stock settings. I wasn't doing a lot of recording. I wasn't turning off the brightness. I wasn't messing with refresh rates, anything. I was just running this thing stock. And the first round in mixed reality, I got an hour and 41 minutes playing Demio with Nat. Didn't even finish a round of Demio. Didn't even finish the second dungeon. Uh, and then the next time I played, I played in VR, Demio, single player. Don't have that multiplayer drain on it. Hour and 58 minutes. Still didn't even make it to the two hour mark. So I'm like, you're going to need a battery strap out there if you want to do any sort of marathon session in this thing. One, one of the one of the guys that I used to play VR chat with had this crazy thing he would do. He would get he had an extension cord and he would tie it around his waist and then plug oh the gosh. headset charger in and have it here. And he was just like, it works. <laughs> he wasn't I guess he wasn't moving enough in VR to knock the cord out and I was like hey if it That's works man so funny how long have people played wired headsets as it is I mean it's basically the I mean. same thing yeah it's, yeah, it's like, just a wired yeah. headset now congrats quest <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> I think it's funny too because they were like our headset doesn't have to have a battery pack well the vision pro like can function without it because i think it said it like lasts for an hour or something like not much time without a battery pack but it's just kind of funny that they're like you don't need a battery pack well yeah if you're not gonna play for more than an hour and a half i mean depending on what you're doing i think that hour with the vision pro is with the battery pack yeah it goes in your pocket (laughs) it's a very short life i think i think think there's like the battery pack yeah. Yeah, the three hundred dollar battery pack they'll that they sell other <laughs> ones for. So when yours runs out, you can get another hour for three hundred dollars. I only watched yeah. the Vision Pro stuff, I think, once, but what? I don't you had to always yeah. have it with the battery pack. I think pack? there's like there's like probably a small internal battery for you to like switch packs really quick. But yeah, I think it's I think it's supposed to last two hours is what they had said. Uh but with yeah, the it's battery pack? Okay, yeah, that is yeah or bad. you plug into the wall. So it's it's got a lot of computing power, though. That's not as much of a yeah. surprise. And the only reason we're all disappointed with the Quest was because they said it's got about the same battery life as the Quest 2. So all of us expected at least two and a half hours or at least yeah. close to it, uh, especially for the fact that like our Quest 2s are years old now and the batteries are probably all doing terrible jobs. And yet still get you still you can usually get about two and a half hours on one charge. So right. less than two hours is a pretty big reduction. I mean, that's less that's a 20 percent reduction. So. Yeah. To me, that's not about this. So I'm curious now because you're I remember I had this question and I didn't write it down and I should have wrote it down, but I don't want to forget it again. Uh, you've tested the battery life of the headset itself. How have you have you had any issues with the batteries in the controllers? Because I remember Quest one would just drain my batteries so quickly. It was literally like the, the headset was expensive. The batteries for the headset even more expensive. Uh, and I know with the Quest two, it was like, Honestly, it was worth upgrading to the Quest 2 just for that battery life on the controllers. Well, apparently my Quest 3 isn't going to boot on right now. It's like it does the turn on sound and then it it doesn't go anywhere. It's like just sitting here. Uh Uh-oh. Do I need to restart you? (laughs) We're off to a great start three days in. 
Uh-oh. Okay, I just turned it off. I was going to check because I had checked after multiple tests and the batteries had barely even lost like a few percent. But I was like, oh, I'll just check real quick while I'm here because I have it right here. Now the freaking thing wouldn't wouldn't open up and get to the menu. Oh, dear. I have I have concerns, Lip. I have slight concerns. About the about the controller's battery life or about No, just overall. I'm just having I'm having Quest Pro flashbacks with the number of glitches I've dealt with for this thing being three days mm-hmm. old. I, I mean the amount so because I did so much side loading forever on the Quest One, the, the glitches of things I experienced were like unbre- I was like, this just feels like I'm just playing with this tech toy that I shouldn't even have and I'm breaking <laughs> everything. None of this feels like it's legit. It's just oh, no. I have to hold the power button down you know, multiple times a play session because some app crashes it in a way that I can't get out of it and it's trapped oh my, my headset in some weird cachet thing. <laughs> After multiple hours of testing, somehow my controller batteries now read 100% again when they were down to 98. So that's impressive. Wow. They're self, so self-charging batteries. <laughs> yeah, I think these will last just like the Quest ones did. I think weeks, maybe even months, depending on how much you use your headset. Yeah, I don't think you're going to be changing these batteries very often. Nice. In fact, I can tell you I am quite certain of that because Meta opted in their rechargeable dock to use the smallest AA battery size I've ever seen, like 167 milliamp hours. A typical AA, for perspective, has 3,000 milliamp hours, and they have a little tiny 167 in their rechargeable one. Wow. Must not need much battery power. Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe they did that because they intended you to always place it down on the charging stand, so they just assume yep. it's always mm. going to be charging. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. They're like, oh, they're always going to have it pretty much juiced up. So we don't really need that much. Yeah. Save save money wherever they can. (laughs) True. So another question from Assassin 32 um, also related to the facial interface is the facial interface magnetically attached, which I think we saw it is not. No, it has one, two, three, just four plastic snap in points, two on the top, two around the nose. And it would be hard for it to be magnetic, though, because they've made this new design where you can slide it out for glasses and slide it in. And so if you were reefing on that, it was magnetic. It would probably just come undone. Uh, That said, when you go to take this thing off, it does not feel very comfortable. Like you have to pull on it and it's kind of scary. You feel like you're going to break something when you do it. But nope, just plastic snap ins, four of them. Better than the Quest 2 one, though. Those things always broke. This feels like it's actually going to last. But taking it out is pretty terrifying. Yeah, I know for me, I've had to every time someone other than me uses my headset, I have to click that thing back in and pull it back mm-hmm. out for the Quest 2 even. And I'm like, it's not coming out. I'm, I'm, uh, well, if it breaks, sucks for them, but I can use this thing. Uh, but we yeah. have another another similar question for. Well, I don't know if it is similar, but it, about the facial interface, kind of. Uh, are the openings on the top of the arms for noise cancellation? So that's these weird ports right on top here. So the speakers those are, those are on, the, on the facial interface, right? No, this is actually it's on the moving arm. Oh, OK. So do you see that hole right there? Mm. And then uh, yeah. the speaker is down there. Oh, so to okay. be honest, I, I we need to see a teardown. I don't know what this hole is. I kind of thought it was just a vent for the speakers inside because they have good drivers. It's good to have venting for them to be able to move faster. And so I kind of assume that's what they were. I'm kind of still going with that, but I can't imagine it's noise cancellation because they're open air speakers. It wouldn't really make sense to have any sort of noise canceling built in. Uh, but yeah, you're going to have to wait for a full turn on to really find out. But I think they're just vents. <sighs> with that, that's most of the questions we've had. But is there anything out there you guys want to know? Is there any games we want to talk about real briefly? We got a little bit more time here. I have what one you quick question that? that you probably yep. don't have the answer to. But have you tried to use a Quest 2 controller on the Quest 3 yet? 
I do have an answer for that. And I did try and no, you can't. When you <laughs> when you go into the meta app and you unpair your Quest 3 controller and then you choose to pair a new one, your only options are Pro Controller or Quest 3. I even tried pair Quest 3 and I held a Quest 2 controller in pairing mode right next to it. No dice would not connect. Mm. So yeah, no Quest 2 controllers on Quest 3, which is going to be sad Dang. for some people who... You know, that tracking ring, for the most part, you don't need it. The tracking has been surprisingly good. I haven't talked about that yet, I guess, but it's been way better than I expected. And it seems to keep up and beat Saber Expert Plus, Gorilla Tag, no problems with the tracking. The only time I've had problems is like in games where like you try and use a golf club or something because all of the lights are on the front face. If you tip that down and tip that face away, it can have problems. It's still trying to track your hands. But if you use a golf club, you're separating that away from your hands. It completely has no idea what you're doing and it loses its mind. Oh, no. But... I saw the question on Facebook and I think the person mm-hmm. was asking because they wanted to use Quest 2 controller accessories mm-hmm. like gun stocks and mm-hmm. things without having to rebuy them for the Quest 3. But... Nope. but some of them will work. My gun stock for the Quest 2 is fine for the Quest 3 because it attaches to the bottom of the controller, goes in. Uh, That's okay. good. As long as it doesn't attach to the tracking ring. If it attaches to the tracking ring, you're screwed. There's no tracking ring anymore. But any accessory that attached to the bottom may work with the exception of golf clubs they still fit but you're facing all the lights away and so it just doesn't know what to do yeah lip you're getting yours hopefully tomorrow what are you playing first i I, I was gonna say i wish i wish i could get tomorrow i don't know if that's the case it's still saying progress but it does say (laughs) earliest delivery on the 11th so fingers crossed anyway see in canada we are weird and and did thanksgiving yesterday I heard. <laughs> so it means everything's closed. So mm. any if, if they got headsets shipped to them on the on the Monday to, you know, get them out to people where they're like, oh, well, no one's going to get it before tomorrow. So we're OK. Uh, they're not there to ship them. So literally, if they are shipping them, they're shipping them tomorrow. So a little disappointing in that Canada regard. celebrated Thanksgiving. I thought that was like a U.S. <laughs> holiday. <laughs> no, you guys just celebrate it after Halloween and we celebrate it before. But because I always think of it as like the TV version, I just imagine I just always think the American one is the right one and ours is the wrong one. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, that's that random holiday we have. Why don't we get a holiday for Thanksgiving? No, we have that a month ago. Oh, <laughs> while that's we're off on a tangent, do you celebrate Boxing Day? Uh, I don't know if we, I mean, we have Boxing Day, but I don't know. I mean, the celebration is everyone gets money at Christmas time and wants to go shopping the next day. Uh, It's kind of like, we don't have Black Friday. Black Friday. We have Black Friday, but that's after Thanksgiving, not after Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You guys don't have any sales the day after Christmas? Not really. I don't think so. After Thanksgiving is where it's at. Well, what are you playing first, Lip? What are you most excited for with your Quest 3? So a- admittedly, uh, the thing that I have been most excited has been has been testing of the pass through stuff and, and just sort of the idea of being able to go into virtual desktop, for example, and place my place a screen wherever I want it on my wall and things like that. Uh, but there is this app that I recently tried out called Descucci or something, and it lets you take mo- uh, like models from uh, Vroid Hub and you can just add these for free, like like by models, I mean, like like avatars or you can get like <laughs> Link or Sonic or Mario. I'm not I'm not talking about models, models, but they, it, it, the app the app has ChatGPT and Google Voices built into it if you connect the thing. Wow. And basically, you can have a little assistant on your desk that you can talk to with the full power of ChatGPT 
like it's your little it. assistant. So <laughs> it's like if you're sitting there, clippy. Uh, yeah, it's clip it, but you can actually like <laughs> use your voice to chat with it. And you can not. I mean, if you want to find the little clip it avatar, you could probably do that and have him just bouncing <laughs> around on your desk. Did you call uh, it clip it? I thought it was clip it. Other people call it clippy. The little I, I, clippy. I, I, I call I called it delete. <laughs> I, found, I found him quite annoying, <laughs> so I was Aww. like, "Get rid of that thing again." How do we delete this thing? But I, I don't know. He was, he was kind of cool. My dad always left him on, but I I, <laughs> I never left him on. But I do remember him. Uh, but it's just I think with VR, it's like these apps that it's like I could literally be watched. Like it, I don't know how good it is to really do this, but people have said they can watch Netflix in the pass through mode. I could be chilling watching Netflix and then. You know, I see something about the movie. When was that war? You know, how many people live in this place? You know, what other movies have Johnny Depp done? You know, and just be chatting with this. I don't know. I mean, if you're if you're living a lonely life and you want to watch a movie with a friend. <laughs> you don't have any friends. If you don't this have any friends. Friend. This, this, this is your new friend. think of that scene. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> nice. Uh, th- that's exciting. <laughs> I'm I'm excited to hear your thoughts next time we're on together too. Well, now that you've gotten into it, I hope I haven't jaded you too much with all my nitpicking of the problems with the <laughs> Quest Three. But oh, overall, like I said in my video, the Quest Three is it's so impressive and so exciting. The f- when you first get into it, like everything feels great, and then as you spend more time, you start to notice where things aren't perfect, and that's typical with anything in life. But I definitely was like, because the first time I was like, oh my gosh, this pass through is real life, and then like two minutes. And I was like, okay, it's not real life, but it looks really good. It is like, really good. And it's kind of that way with every feature I noticed. At first, you're like, oh my gosh. And you're like, okay, now I see what's not perfect, but I'm, I I'm really happy to have it. Fa- Facebook comments will be very fun for the next like month because there's going to be the people that have beautiful lighting that mm-hmm. just looks amazing and they're mm-hmm. praising how this is the best feature ever. And then there's people that have terrible lighting and they're going to be like, I can't see anything. This is grainy. I can't believe I spent all this money on this stupid headset. Should just stay with the Quest 2. And I guarantee you, it's going to be a war of people arguing oh, yeah. for months to come. It was like when PlayStation VR came out. Some people had proper tracking and some people yeah. didn't have proper tracking. Yep, 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 yep. it doesn't work at all it's like you need to set up your tracking right or it does work you know yes i'm stoked it's going to replace the pro for me which is a pretty big deal because the pro i i was a fan of a lot of things of the pro except for the price um but i feel like everything about the quest 3 i'm enjoying more just i need a better head strap with a good battery so Hmm. as soon as bobo gets that over here we're going to be in business yeah Yeah, i I think too like we've seen it with the Quest 2. And and honestly, this is a big thing that I've seen with Quest apps in specific. Some of these apps that do well will continue to add new content and new updates forever, usually for free. So you buy this $20 app once and you come back three years later, like, oh, we got our new pass through mode. We got this awesome new feature. And I'm just like, I have I didn't even I forgot I even had this game. I went on like <laughs> Nature Trek and Nature Trek's super old game. And I was like, they just added new levels that I didn't pay anything for even no existed, but there's four new levels here that I'm like, these are actually legit levels. And I wish they told me about it better. And now I'm going through and trying to find, you know, the page for every game because I'm like, did you get an update? Did you add something that I don't know about? And and I think with Quest 3 and the mixed reality, like we could be seeing tons of games just adding all these mixed reality features that are just extra freebies. And that gets me just almost more excited to see in six months what a Quest 3 is versus right now. Because Mm -hmm. when people can start optimizing all these features and actually have 
headsets everywhere. I mean, I know the develop like the bigger developers might have had headsets for a while, but I don't imagine the smaller guys that are working on side quest things have had them. So that could be a huge, huge game changer where it's like, okay, you know, even if even if it's something simple, like just having, you know, workplace screens all around you. So when you're working, you know, in an airport, in a cab, in wherever you are, you can literally have your full navigation thing. And I know that's the kind of stuff that like Apple has been showing off with their headset. But I mean, for one seventh the price, Quest 3 is going to do basically everything that that Apple headset's going to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just not going to look as crisp, but I mean, the battery <laughs> life will be better. And you won't have to have a battery pack in your pocket. <laughs> yes, yes, I fully agree. And we're very excited to bring you more Quest 3 coverage as things happen, as more games come out. Of course, launch day, there's still a lot of games we can, we've gotten to play or test early that we can't talk about yet. So as that happens, we'll be bringing you more here on the podcast. But we got to say a big thank you. The podcast is now officially a YouTube partner and YouTube monetized, which is a very wow. unusual thing for a podcast yeah. on YouTube. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you. I don't even think I told you that lip. This like just happened I yesterday. Say, I, I honestly thought it already was. I wasn't sure though because I knew it, <laughs> you, you 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 slowly crept up, and I think now you're past four thousand subscribers on it, right? I think thirty six hundred. I think is where we're at for the podcast. Okay, but it's those watch time hours, man. You know, yeah. those watch time hours oh, yeah. are hard to get. Well, the thing yeah. is, is the, the people that are you know going through a podcast, they. You know, I mean, I, I usually rewatch the podcast sometimes in the background, just to make sure I didn't look silly or something. <laughs> you know, and honestly, I like reflecting on the information. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when it comes to watching a podcast, it's like it's so hard to. <laughs> I mean, how many? We only have 24 hours in the day to donate an hour of that to watching people mm-hmm. talk on camera about video games or whatever we're talking about. <laughs> you know, is is a hard sell sometimes for some people. I can definitely say so. Honestly, if you if you watch this whole episode and you're still here massive thank you for helping mm-hmm. us out supporting us like that thank you <laughs> yes yes and if you're out there and you still watch but you haven't gotten a quest yet quest 3 is here and we're enjoying it so maybe it's time dive on in dive on in <laughs> dive on in <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>